because when people ask me what does a world where we defund the police where you know defunding police looks like i tell them it looks like a suburb so that's uh, aoc obviously she has a very recognizable voice and she's part of the defund the police crowd i i guess that a lot of that crowd has the belief that suburbs have less police and that's why they're safe as opposed to the other way around they're safe areas, so you just don't have near as much police. Yeah, look, I live in the suburbs. We we don't need as many police. That's why there are less policemen there, AOC. If we're going to play that clip, we got to play the other one. Come on. Come on. Give me 36. Maybe this has to do with the fact that people aren't paying their rent and are scared to pay their rent. And so they go out and they need to feed their child and they don't have money. So you maybe have to, they're put in a position where they feel like they either need to shoplift some bread or go hungry that night. That's right. That's why there are all those shootings in New York, in D.C., in Baltimore, in Kansas City, in St. Louis. It's people bread shoplifting. You can't make this stuff up. Coming up, this isn't made up either. The Washington Post has completely come unhinged. Here's a, a, a column just appeared. 12 signs Trump would try to run a fascist dictatorship in a second term. All right. All nah, right. Who, who reads that crap? Hey. Who? Come on. Let's see. We could get to the BLM leader in Toronto who called white people subhuman with recessive genetic defects. Okay, that's uh, fine and dandy. And then you have the curious case of a socialist city council uh, woman, Kashama Sawant, in Seattle, who went on a rant uh, of late. Uh, well, why don't we just go ahead and play the rant for you? This is an actual Freattle City Councilwoman, 53. I have a message for Jeff Bezos and his class. If you attempt again to overturn the Amazon tax, working people will go all out in the thousands to defeat you. And we will not stop there because you see, we are fighting for far more than this tax. We are preparing the ground for a different kind of society. And if you, Jeff Bezos, want to drive that process forward by lashing out against us in our modest demands, then so be it. Because we are coming for you and your rotten system. We are coming to dismantle this deeply oppressive, racist, sexist, violent, utterly bankrupt system of capitalism, this police state. We cannot and will not stop until we overthrow it and replace it with a world based instead on solidarity, genuine democracy, and equality, a socialist world. Thank you. Anybody with any grasp of history hearing genuine democracy and a socialist world in the same sentence has got to be guffawing. That's hilarious. And these are the people who've seized the energy of you don't want people like George Floyd to get killed by having somebody kneel on their neck. No, neither do I. But these are the people who've seized the day. BLM, the uh, the organization, we've talked about it, founded by Marxists. They're intent on tearing down capitalism and the nuclear family. That's who you're donating to. Unbelievable. Yeah, ask about the real democracy in Venezuela or the Soviet Union or China or anywhere else. Unbelievable. Freattle is melting. Portland is melting down. More violence every single night. Man, I've, have you watched any of Andy No's videotapes? Yeah. NGO. Follow him on uh, on Twitter. P- 
people getting beat down, old people being sucker punched by these 25-year-old screeching, angry, white lunatics, these trustafarians. I mean, terrible acts of assault. And, oh, my God. I ought to play you the, the video, although there's a lot of obscenity. Dang it. I meant to ask for the audio. Antifa people are, like, going up to cars and opening their doors and accosting people and screaming at them. Are they demanding anything or telling them to do anything? Or, or screeching at them to not be white anymore or whatever. I mean, are you not supposed to be in that neighborhood? What's the that's what's some of offense? It. That's some of it. But they open the door, and it's a big black guy. And he gets out and says, what are you doing? And the, the, the little bitch dude starts screaming. The guy takes me, throws him down the rest of it. And then all the little whiners, did you see what he did? Did you see what he did? Get his, get his license plate number. Is somebody taping this? Did you see what just happened? These are the brave revolutionaries. God, it's disgusting. Portland, get in there and clean your friggin' house. Arrest these scumbags. Portland PD says, Joe, we'd like to. We want to. We're dying to. We're itching to. They won't let us. This would be such a daily cable news show, the Portland riots. It'll be oh, going yeah. on now for eight weeks. Yeah. If it were on the East Coast, but or or if it didn't put a huge lie to the assertion that the news people have been telling us for the past months is that these are protesters. These are civil rights protesters who want racial justice. No, they can't show you that video. That would ruin their narrative. Do you know this, folks? Every single night in Portland, Oregon, one of the great cities in the world, violent riots and burnings and lootings and people being assaulted and the rest of it. Every damn night. No, you aren't hearing that, are you? So this all kind of fits together, I think. The So the L.A. Teachers Union voted yesterday to not have in-person school in the fall. They're going to do online schooling. Major story. Um Two of the biggest school districts in the country, L.A. and San Diego, uh, announcing they're, they're not going back to school the normal way in the fall. And where this is headed, I don't know. We talked a lot about that earlier. But L.A. Teachers Union wants more money by defunding the police and called for Medicare for All as part of a, a paper they released. Well, yeah, in, in socialism, those connected to the government prosper. So they want just full-on socialism. The teachers... What are you talking about this for anyway as teachers? But anyway, police violence is a leading cause of death and trauma for black people and is a serious public uh, health not, and moral that's issue. That's not true. That's just made up. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, that is yeah, that's funny. I was just going to gloss over that because I know it's not true. But yeah, I mean, they threw the out. word trauma in there so that it's impossible to define. But uh, it's not even close to a leading cause of death. But anyway... Uh, we must shift the astronomical amount of money devoted to policing to education and other essential needs, such as housing and public health. The union's paper, the teacher union's paper, did not offer a dollar amount to cut from the police. The LAPD budget has already been cut by the city council by $150 million and said the money would be earmarked for disadvantaged communities, but the teacher's union's trying to get a chunk of the defunding the police money sure. going forward. Yeah. So... I don't. I, I wish all those things were getting tied together in whether or not schools are going to be open. I tell you what, my progressive friends, let's come to this agreement. Let's tear it all down, all government funding. Let's reduce everything to zero, then come up with a realistic number for how much taxation the people will accept, and then 
Let's restart the funding of everything. Let's tear down every giant bureaucracy that, that, that rakes in billions of dollars in tax money every year and does nothing. You want to defund the police? Okay, let's defund everything. And then ask the people in the neighborhoods what they want to see funded. I say that partly because I know the people in the tough hoods are going to say, the first thing we want you to fund is the cop shop. Make sure there's plenty of cops. Um, so the actor Johnny Depp's, he's had a couple of rough nights. He was tired and a fair amount to drink. Got a bit of a temper on him. He's testified for 23 hours in this trial where he's trying to sue the sun in London. 23 hours of testifying. That's yeah, a they called him a wife talk. beater. He said, I'm suing. That does sound like the rantings of a crazy, I'm going to sue the sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, some of the stuff that came out of the trial yesterday was kind of entertaining. Oh, boy. Not as good as when she pooped in the bed, but. The relationships of crazy, wasted actors uh, tend to be a tad volatile. I think you get a couple of uh, alcoholics slash drug addicts, and then you throw in an unlimited amount of money. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the amount of money he and he talked about going through yesterday. Oh, holy yeah. cow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Holy cow. Well, it was stolen from him, but. Uh, all that and other stuff on the way. Our text line, how are you going to deal with the school thing? Now that it's been announced, maybe where you live, that they're not having school in the fall. What are you going to do? Teachers, how do you feel about this? Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. L.A. Unified School District, as well as San Diego, announced uh, that they're going to enter into the fall school season the way they ended last uh, school uh, year, and that is by utilizing distance learning. I want to just acknowledge and applaud uh, the leadership uh, of those districts. Okay, that's Governor Gavin Newsom. You gonna uh, of California? We're, we're going to talk about this coming up and get to, to some of the texts and emails we've gotten from parents, teachers, etc. On that whole thing, uh, I just was watching a CNN thing while I was in the lunchroom, still trying to make the argument about the risk to children. There's almost no risk to children. You want to talk about a risk to teachers, risk to grandparents at home, something like that. Okay, you have my attention. Sure. We have to work through that, but stop pretending it's a risk to children. Because that's just not just not the case. Well, and people rarely lie for no reason. That, that, Why are you lying? Problem. That's the problem. Right. Anyway, more on that coming up. Headline from the New York Post, Willy Wonka has really let himself go. It's about the Johnny Depp trial that's going on, oh. uh, <laughs> which is kind of a funny headline. Humiliating photos and haymakers, all the dirt from the Johnny Depp libel trial. I didn't realize he was this big a deal. I guess because I didn't have kids when Pirates of the Caribbean was coming out. We just watched the first Pirates of the Caribbean last week. One of the biggest movie stars on Earth? Clearly. Um, 23 hours on the stand so far, as the 57-year-old Pirates of the Caribbean actor is denying he's ever assaulted the 34-year-old actress he was married to. She's expected to take the stand later in the week. That should get very, very exciting. Um, They... uh, had a picture of him covered in ice cream 
Uh, passed out. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. It's not a good look. Somebody uh, could have... He's asleep. Grab his ice cream. A, humiliate, a humiliating photo of Johnny Depp snoozing while ice cream melts all over his crotch was shown in the court yesterday. Taking a nap. As part of it. Um, what does that prove? They accused him of being a wife beater. Depp and his former personal assistant say that Amber Heard, his ex-wife, is a sociopathic show pony and a Machiavellian overlord. Sociopathic show pony. Wow. That's a good one. Now that's an insult. Uh, so the ice cream photo was produced during uh, during things yesterday, and Johnny Depp said, I was obviously on the nod and very tired, falling asleep, and the ice cream then spilled all over my leg. Ah, I was right. on the nod. It's a funny term. Yeah. What, what an odd thing. What's, uh, what's the differentiation? What's the dividing line between falling asleep and passing out? I mean, if you're watching a movie at 1030 at night, and you fall asleep. You've been drinking. Drinking out in the hot sun all day long, and you fall asleep during the movie. I call that falling asleep. Well, right. If it's roughly the time you'd go to bed anyway. Now, if it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and all of a sudden you're unconscious on the floor, that's passing out. Poor Johnny. He'd been hard at work making some sort of pirate movie. <laughs> Had a couple of pops, maybe. A bowl of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, what did he, went to the Nod or was in Nodsville? Was on the Nod. I'm on the Nod. <laughs> I've never heard he that He says expert. his then-wife once socked him with a haymaker punch in April 2016, um, and it was just hours after he'd find out he'd just lost $750 million. <sighs> he said on the stand yesterday that for Pirates 2 and 3, he made, and he said, this is quite embarrassing, apparently I had made $650 million. And I had lost $650 million because my former business manager had stolen my money. Not only had he taken my $650 million, but I was $100 million in the hole because they had not paid the government my taxes for 17 years. Oh, my gosh. So he found that out an hour before her 30th birthday party, and he says that's why he was on edge, and then they got in an argument or whatever. But I just thought that was And the ice cream made him sleepy. God, the history of people being stolen from by from by business partners or accountants or whatever. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, that's just incredible. You think you're among the wealthier people in the world. You find out you're 100 million upside down. Wow. That would be so angering. I'd say. Of course, I, I doubt that during his, you know, booze-fueled lifestyle, he was paying much attention Although, you know, how much attention should you hire somebody that's supposed to be trustworthy? Right. The whole point of hiring those people is you deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah, that's that's awful. And then your sociopathic show pony girlfriend starts <laughs> hands you a tub of ice cream when you're on the nod. Right. I'm about to go on the nod, baby. That got well, all right, I'll have a bite or two. <laughs> and suddenly she's embarrassing you in court with uh, ice cream all over your lap. Oh, God. Looking like an idiot. Uh, and they actually, the, the court asked, what is a haymaker? And he had to describe it. It's a, a wild punch meant to, I mean, so apparently she socked him at the birthday party. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I don't know what you do with that as a jury. If you got two drunk people out of their minds, mutual combat is a thing. Sure. That is a legal thing, they call it sometimes. Right, yeah. Yeah, know, it's ugly. I mean, I, I you know, <coughs> I don't want to soft pedal him being abusive if he is, but. On the other How hand, if he's know? married to a crazy biatch who, who attacks him with her hands, I mean, you got to defend yourself at some point. Well, and, they're all, and everybody involved is hammered out of their mind and barely remembers anything. Right. They wake up with bruises and ice cream on them and then try to piece together a story. 
Wow. The wow. both of them. Bruises and Ice Cream, pretty good album title. That would be cool. Really evocative. Like a really rough summer you had as a high school kid or something. I don't know. I got in a lot of fights, but we were at the dock eating ice no, cream I with my girl. No, no, that's, that's, that's simpleton rock. <laughs> this is art. I'm talking about art. It's not literally about bruises and ice cream. It, it's to evoke I don't like images. metaphors. I like it, everything to be exactly a, what it is. It's a metaphor. I like everything to be exactly what it is. Train goes through a tunnel. It's a train going through a tunnel. No, it's People. not. Yes, it is. <laughs> so you thought Bob Dylan's Blonde on Blonde was about a fight between two blonde people? I assume so, yes. That sort of what thing. What else would it be? Yeah. Um, teachers, do you want to go you back to school? You bought Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band and said, wait a minute, this is the Beatles. <laughs> this isn't a Lonely Hearts Club Band. I know these guys. Right. Um, teachers, do you want to go back to school? Because the politicians are claiming you don't, and I don't actually know. So the text line is 415-295-KFTC, and we're going to get into that conversation. Oh, and did you hear the federal government snuffed that guy? Executed that monster. Oh, yeah, we got we got to get into that. And get her done. the next thing we're going to do is talk with Jeffrey Fowler, who is a tech expert we love and have had on the show many times, about TikTok which has been banned a lot of places around the country, uh, around the world, and it turns out it's a scary app to have on your phone. Oh, yeah. How bad is it, really? We'll talk to Jeff, reasonable mm-hmm. fella. And if you had it on your phone, like my wife did, once you delete it, is there anything you can do, or are you, are you already doomed? And is it really deleted? Are you in the hands of the Chinese communists already? Brr. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So I was just looking at the Twitter feed of um, well, a whole bunch of different people. Has Ian, it ruined your mood yet? Uh, <laughs> uh, Ian Bremmer, who we like around here in terms of uh, him looking at geopolitics and everything like that, uh, he said that U.S. fight for tech supremacy versus China has been the single most successful multilateral policy of the Trump administration, and I would imagine he would be talking about uh, one really working our allies to keep Huawei out uh, for providing cell phone stuff and five G and all that, and mm-hmm. also the the recent uh, push against uh, TikTok. Uh, I would guess that's what he's talking about. The most excellent Jeffrey Fowler has a piece in the Washington Post of late. He is their tech columnist, and it's entitled, Is It Time to Delete TikTok? A Guide to the Rumors and the Real Privacy Risks. Jeffrey joins us now. How are you, Jeff? I'm pretty good. Good. It's good to talk to you. It's been too long. Uh, and yes. uh, you, You've avoided the uh, the com- communist bat fever uh, so far? I have, although I'm not certain that's the preferred name at this point. Yeah, around here it is. Anyway, um, so, hey, uh, TikTok, uh, I just urged my daughter to delete it. She did, in spite of the incredibly amusing videos we've been sharing over the last several months. Uh, so how wow. bad? How did you get her to actually delete it? This is this is this is news. Well, it has to do with her career uh, path of choice and the need for security clearances. I think more than old dad's wow. opinion. But so, how bad is TikTok? Well, look, we've reached a point in personal technology where we can't really separate it anymore from geopolitics. And that's what makes this such a tricky thing. 
Uh, you might remember, actually, last summer we had a big privacy freakout about the Face app. Remember that one, the one oh, that yeah. made you look old? Mm-hmm. Because it was owned by Russia, and people were like, oh, my God, the Russians have my face freaked out. Some people deleted it. Some people didn't. didn't turn out to be, at least so far, a very big deal. Like, they weren't doing much with it. Um, now we have an even bigger version of that with TikTok because TikTok is even more popular. It's been downloaded uh, more than 2 billion times. Wow. Um, and, and for those who haven't followed all the ins and outs, it's owned by a company that's based in Beijing. But the tricky part about all of this is, a, is that TikTok, the app, is not based in China. You actually can't even get TikTok, the app, in China. Uh, you can get it in the U.S. and elsewhere. So they're trying to thread this very careful needle of being a Chinese-owned company but not playing by China's rules. And folks might, you know, remember that China is pretty repressive on the Internet and kind of demands that Internet companies, you know, follow all its rules um, and hand over data when they want to. So because of all that, and there was this big flare-up that probably got you and your daughter having this conversation, a lot of people said, we should start deleting uh, this TikTok app, you know, uh, the Secretary of State said, like, that America was considering banning it. India actually did ban it. And so we're kind of now all of a sudden where, as I was saying, we're in this, this mix where is this like a personal privacy data decision or is this kind of a geopolitical who gets to control the data of Americans uh, kind of decision. Um, and it's tough for a lot of people. I think a lot of young people in particular, TikTok's their favorite app, and it kind of is helping them get through the – through this, uh, you know, this coronavirus uh, shelter at home. It's like, frankly, it's one of the few places on the internet left that's like just purely like joy, mostly, like people dancing and having fun. I'm, so to tell uh, people to take it off, you know, is hard. I'm surprised from an app development standpoint that as soon as there's bad news about TikTok, somebody doesn't come up with something that's, you know, the, the, the Pepsi to the Coke of TikTok. It's a different company, but it's in the U.S. You trust it more, and it does exactly the same thing. How, how come that doesn't happen more often? Uh, well, people have been saying that about Facebook for a long right. time, too, right? But the, the reality is once with these social networks in particular, once you get a certain critical mass of people on an app in a space, um, it's hard to move them somewhere else. That's clearly true. Yeah, unless there's something, some new capability that or new kind of like community that pops up somewhere else that offers something different. Um, actually, TikTok, you might say the ideas in it first were on that. Uh, app called Vine. Remember that one that sure. was owned by Twitter and then they got rid of. And so that was sort of Twitter's screw up because they could have had this moment. Um, but uh, but look, anytime Americans want to have a conversation about privacy, I'm here for it because this is something we don't talk nearly enough about. Okay, and well, it's an important conversation. Let's get to that in the following uh, way. We actually shared a, a social media post. And granted, it was social media, but from a, a guy whose job it is to reverse engineer apps for, mm-hmm. for his mm-hmm. tech company. And he said, TikTok makes Facebook look like punks when it comes to collecting data. It's way, way worse. It is, uh, yeah, to quote him, it is essentially malware targeting children. Don't let your friends and family use it. So um, I also did uh, a little reverse engineer looking at that data flowing out of the app. That is not what I found. Um, Definitely, TikTok takes a lot of data. In fact, in the first nine seconds when you open the app, it takes half a megabyte of data, which is the equivalent of if you printed it out, it's 125 pages. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Nine seconds. That, that's amazing. But, if, 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 right. if the uh, agreement on any app said, even if it didn't get specific, it said, we're going to take 125 pages of information from you, 
in the first nine seconds. Do you agree? <laughs> Nobody would agree to that. Right. But let's put that in some context. Guess who takes even more? Yeah, the federal government. Facebook. Well, Face- also uh, probably the federal government. But, like, Facebook, I mean, Facebook has, I mean, it's enough to, like, make you go, like, want to pull your hair out. Facebook not only is is gathering data when you open the Facebook app, Facebook is tracking you even when you're you have the app closed and your phone turned off. Facebook has its hooks into so many different parts of American life that that's how they're able to come up with these super creepily targeted ads uh-huh. that appear like and why everybody thinks that like it must be listening to me because it knows that I am I just went to the store and bought guava and it turns out that actually they they weren't listening they just saw that you purchased guava at the store because they have a deal with Safeway or whoever so we got to put in some context so what this really comes down to both companies are in the business of data mining and that is for better or for worse that is the leading business model of the internet today. So it comes down to whether you inherently trust American-owned companies to mine your data more than you trust a Chinese-owned company to mine your data. Jeffrey Fowler, tech columnist of the Washington Post on the line. My last question would be, if you had it on your phone and now you you, you deleted it and you wish you didn't have it, is there anything you can do or are you already infected with, with TikTok disease? Well, if you have an account at TikTok, they can still hold on to the data that they gathered before. You could go in and ask them to delete the account. And also, you know, here's my general privacy rule. Um, I think a one mistake that a lot of people make is you don't have to give these folks your real name or your real email address or your real phone number or all this kind of stuff. Like pseudonyms, they are great. That's what Alexander Hamilton used to write the, the Federalist Papers, right? Like, <laughs> make up make up a fake name and be your, you know, let your freak flag fly on the Internet. Oh, um, excellent historical poll and great advice. That is a good idea. Why would you ever sign up for anything with your real name? You know, unless it's your bank or something. Why would you sign up with your real name and phone number for any of them? Yeah, before you know it, you got Chairman Xi uh, sifting through your panty drawer. Exactly. Nobody wants that. Uh, Jeffrey Fowler, super informative, Jeff, as always. It, it's good to talk to you. You bet. All right, let's do it again soon. Thanks. So I like Jeff. We like Jeff. That's why we have him on. I don't have any idea um, as to anybody's abilities to reverse engineer these things, but with, you know this this social media thing is uh, floating around from this guy who claims he's a nerd who figures out how apps works for a job, and said TikTok is an advertising platform. Uh, it is it is malware targeting children. For what it's worth, I've reversed the Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, and Twitter apps. They don't collect anywhere near the same amount of data that TikTok TikTok does. And the main thing with TikTok is they very cleverly hide how much they're taking, and you have to be pretty good at figuring out how much they're actually stealing from you because you can't just go through the normal ways. You can go on your phone, right? There's a place you can go in your settings, and it's always stunning. You right. click on the apps <laughs> and see how much data is is coming out of these various things. Right. But they have they found a way to hide it with TikTok. Well, um, I, gosh, I just, I'm not equipped to know. I'm not equipped to know either. Yeah, you might as well ask me to judge ice dancing. Although... I, I also feel like the, the general argument of TikTok is just as bad as Facebook isn't necessarily an argu- an endorsement of either one doesn't of work on oh, me. Of course no. not. Right, right. No, it doesn't no, work no, on no, me. No, indeed. Well, that stuff, he used the word creepily for Facebook. I think that's a good word. That's a perfect word. How do you know? He used an odd example. How many people buy guava on a daily basis? But, uh, you know, I, I, I just go buy some guitar strings. I walk out and all of a sudden they're hammering me to buy, you know, whatever, a guitar, an amp or something like that. Uh-huh. This is weird.
Leave me alone, Mark Zuckerberg. Um, I had one more thing I wanted to say. The Your TikTok buddy, Chairman Xi. Winnie the Pooh-looking pastor. I like the idea of a fake name, though. Oh, yeah. For this stuff. Absolutely. I have a dummy email account that I sign up for everything But with. when every 15-year-old who's starting this up is doing so with some sort of, however small the percentage, hey, I'm going to become the next viral star. You, you you try to make you're the star of your own show in a lot of these influencer worlds, right? Mm-hmm. So to to create a pseudonym for that is in some ways counterproductive for what I think young people in particular are trying to accomplish on social media. Yeah, I think he was talking to, to us, the consumers and that sort of thing, right. the doofuses who just watch funny dog videos. For instance, a quick for instance, um, this guy who uh, reverse engineered said there are a few snippets of co- code in the Android version of the TikTok app that allows for the downloading of a remote zip file, unzipping it, and executing said binary. There is zero reason a mobile app would need this function legitimately unless they were just trying to steal stuff from you. Mm. Uh, Good for instance. There's got to be a reason, not just anti-China, that India, uh, what Pompeo said the other day, all these... uh, companies coming forward and saying hey what the hell are you doing am i correct that it's banned on military bases yep. at this oh point? and I, sean gave me a question to ask uh, jeffrey and i wanted to, i should have but how about amazon saying they don't want any of their employees to have tiktok on their phones then they retracted that and then they right? apologized because i think china probably got in their underwear and said hey you want to keep selling uh 90 of your products that we make or something right whatever right. Dick China wields over people currently. Mm-hmm. Chance the Rapper says he'd rather vote for Kanye than Biden. He trusts Kanye more than Biden. Oh. Is that a big deal or not? I don't have any idea. I don't, I don't run in these circles. Might as well ask me about TikTok and ice dancing. I don't know. <laughs> what do you know about? Maybe I we should you, talk about that. I'll develop a strong radio talk show host opinion. In the next three minutes. And we got to get to the school stuff because um, we've gotten a number of text emails, all that, the fact that school's not opening. And the main argument that's being used for why schools shouldn't open is bogus. So what's going on there? Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And the president and his administration are messing with the health of our children. It is, we all want our children to go back to school. Teachers do, parents do, and children do. But they must go back safely. I think I'm over politics. <laughs> So, yeah, so, enough. so I was in the lunchroom and they were making the argument on CNN talking to somebody about the children and particularly black and brown children at risk. Nobody is saying kids are much at risk from the covid. Oh, no, so wait, way less than the flu. So the fact that you're making this bogus argument really bothers me that all of a sudden Nancy Pelosi and others have turned it in doesn't care about the safety of the children. If you want to make the argument and then that, just because everything might as well be, then she tries to make it about race. Yeah. But so if you're trying to make the argument that older teachers or uh, they'll spread it to grandma and grandma at home or the custodian 70 or whatever. Mm-hmm. OK, you got my attention and we need to discuss that. But if you're going to start with it's dangerous for the kids, there's just not science to back that up. Um, so that bothers me a little bit. Also, I have not heard anybody have buried the lead if you're 
not paying attention for the last 24 hours. Three of the biggest school districts in the entire country have said they're not doing in-school classes. L.A., San Diego, and Atlanta. Three At the least biggest, to begin, yeah. Three of the biggest school districts in the entire United States have said they're out, and you know a whole bunch of smaller ones and more to follow. Um, and I'm wondering how many teachers actually don't want to go back into the classroom. How much of it is the teachers' unions that are, in some cases, like in L.A., trying to strong arm for some other political needs, defund the police and, and give more money to the teachers, mm-hmm. um, that whole thing. Yeah. But nobody has tipped their cap to the fact that it sucked. It was terrible. Nobody brings that up. That needs to be mentioned in every conversation. Look, we all know this was a failure last year. The remote learning thing. The remote learning was a failure. Any way you judge it, ask anybody, it was a failure. Now, maybe you can justify it. Maybe it was the best we could do under terrible circumstances. I'm cutting a lot of slack. It came out of nowhere. Nobody's ever tried to do it before. None of the teachers had ever done it before. None of the students. The schools weren't set up. Blah, 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 blah. But don't pretend that it was even kind of okay because it wasn't. I remember asking my straight-A student niece, what percentage of schooling did you think you got? She said, maybe 2%. (laughs) Um, I think my daughter's number was a little higher than that, but it was low. When we asked that question on the air, the numbers ranged from 15 to 40 mostly, Mm -hmm. with a lot of 20s and 30s. So don't pretend this was even close to okay. So unless it's going to be drastically different, and I haven't heard that, drastically different you've got a whole new way of approaching it then it's going to suck again and you got to you got to address that yeah it's just unfortunate the populist politics not to mention populist media you have to dumb it way way down because you got to bring along the real paste eaters and so it, it becomes as simple as republicans bad democrats good and vice versa we got this text they're threatening our children it when anybody who has read a paragraph about this disease knows that's not true. So we got this text that just kind of speaks to the politics you're just talking about. I have three school-age kids definitely feeling this. Um, I feel like now that Trump and Betty DeVos have come out for schools opening, even the people who would have been in favor of it now won't endorse it because they would be aligned with the administration. Yeah. There's certainly a chunk of that happening. Mm-hmm. And then you got the activist types, and this is uh, this is more widespread than you might think. The whole Cloward Piven strategy for changing a society, in which you intentionally overwhelm everything, and so it fails, and then in the resultant anger, chaos, and and strife, you can build your utopia. So you have working families who don't know how the hell they're going to pay their bills if they have to stay home with their kids, for instance. Or uh, or you have kids not learning and teachers are angry and the rest of it just chaos. They want the system to be overwhelmed. They're talking the lunatics of the Seattle City Council. They, they have five of the six necessary votes to override the mayor's veto to cut the police funding by 50%. It's not because they think it'll yield a utopia. They think it'll yield the place going crazy. And that's an intentional strategy. So you add that into the cocktail. Yuck. I'd rather have a beer. Uh, reading a text does not indicate endorsement. Just reading texts we got. Every healthcare worker deals with these concerns every day about catching the COVID. If teachers want to be heroes, they need to step up their game. Mm. Uh, somebody mentions where they live. They said they're going to reopen for sure, but it's going to be optional for kids to return. And people can, if they want, um, do the, do it Zoom wise, and they're expecting a twenty five to fifty percent capacity. That's an interesting idea. I don't know if you just have a camera 
over the class and you're kind of like watching the class that's there. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, my wife is a teacher for L.A. Unified. Yesterday she got with some parents and is going to hold class at our home for about five kids. Uh, yeah. Well, I said earlier, I think the most gifted teacher who is a born TV performer using the best technology might get up to around 60% uh, learning experience um, for the kids. And that would vary kid to kid, too. Some might be particularly if you have a quiet cut home, out. For, if you have a quiet home and a good Wi-Fi yeah. on the kid end. Right, but you got to think about picture a TV show that's five hours long, or however long it turns out to be, that keeps the kids riveted and they learn. Well, last year for my school, and I, I've talked to other people, it was similar. It was one hour, three days a week. Oh boy, it's a long way from wow, like six eight hours a day. And they couldn't even make that happen, really. I mean, not in a way that kept the kids compelled. No, and I think in the rest of I it. think it would be much better for the teachers to have like one hour, one on one, or or three on one. You know, put them in tiny groups. The, the The whole class on the screen at once just doesn't work. Right, it just doesn't work. No, it's too distracting for the kids and the teacher. It just it just doesn't work. But that that needs to be addressed. It was a failure. So if we're going to do it again this next fall, yeah. we we got to approach it differently. But especially when you look to the the networks or Nancy Pelosi or whatever, it's not about the kids. It's about politics. Trump wants the kids, especially brown and black kids, to die. Okay. All right. Good point. Armstrong and Getty.